Maintain your aggressiveness in terms of opportunities to make plays as opposed to take too many things out of the offense uh, that you feel like give you that opportunity, you know, and I think sometimes you battle that. Uh, you battle it as a play caller, you battle it as a player, you know, it's human nature, you know. You have a lead, you want to try to protect it, uh, and sometimes the feeling would be, well, if we just don't risk anything, then maybe we'll be okay. Um, I don't, I've never felt that that's really the right thing to do because the other the other side, you know, they're still playing too, you know. And so, even though you have a lead offensively, it doesn't mean you have enough points. I do not have any update yet. Just crushed my dreams. Boom, sadness. That's the one. What the hell was that last question you played? Do you have a? Update on Hunter Renfro. Update on Hunter Renfro. Oh, okay. I do not have any update yet. Vinny asking uh-huh. about Hunter Renfro. And I am required to pull all the sound and all the questions and <laughs> all the answers. And all the answers. And update on Hunter Renfro. I do not have any update yet. That I one, could tell you short. every question in that press conference and I could tell you the exact question that we the exact answer we knew he would have. No and that would be oh. I have no update on Hunter Renfro. When do they the, put out the is Wednesday the injury report day? Mm-hmm. First day of the injury yeah. report? That's the first day. So won't be till he tomorrow. was asked to be on Friday before yep. before it gets dicey. Yep. Wednesday did not participate. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady has been Wednesday probable for yeah twenty years, twenty three yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say is, there was an excellent question about running the football. That if it was not two minutes and thirty seven seconds of an answer, I would play because. Eventually, he does answer that question. Yeah, you can play it. I'll go to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> no, if you want to hear the full answer, <laughs> switch over to our sister station, Raider Nation Radio 920. All right. The police are investigating allegations that a fan hit Kyler Murray in the face. Uh, there's a video from somebody that was on the sideline after the Cardinals walked off the Raiders in overtime. They went to celebrate right in front of the little club area. Uh, and Kyler Murray celebrating or trying to celebrate with fans got hit in the face. Um, Ed, you don't think this was intentional? I don't know. I was, we were talking during the break uh, here with uh, Lindsay and Jared. I, I don't. It, it's a backhanded swipe, right? And it did appear that it came from someone with a um, Raiders jersey on. But as Lindsay said, it might have been. Everyone, you know, he comes over, and obviously you're going to get excited when a player yep. comes over, and you're excited, and here he comes, and he's going to celebrate with everybody. I, Adam actually thought, and, and until I saw the backhand of slap, that it might have been someone high, trying to high-five mm-hmm. him and kind of just got in his face a little. But when you see the backhand of slice, and he goes after the guy who's about, he's behind two people, right? Sure. And he is wearing a Raiders shirt, so... I can't 100% say he meant to hit him in the face. This is hard because, like, perception is reality, right? Right. And, just... like, how many times have we seen in the last couple of years where we have uh, uh, an athlete interacting with fans and it goes wrong? And, and for all of our minds to kind of just, like, go in that area. And it's very and natural. Assume. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I've only seen one angle, and I think it was the, the angle where the camera's behind Kyler, and, and you can kind of see him. Yes. And, the, and the slap comes, if you're looking at it through the screen to the right, but his left. And, right. and, it goes there. You see it very, very barely there. But like you said, I think it 
more looks like somebody missed a high five. Like, I've missed plenty of high fives. Like, you know, you have that intention, like, and we're going to get there. And then you just get half of it instead. Right. And it just happened to be his face. But at the same time, you got to investigate. You got to make sure that you're protecting the players yeah, and stuff. You have, yeah, I think yeah. I, I don't mind him making out the report and there being an investigation. And then, I mean, he's in the sweet part of things uh, in terms of they pay a lot of money to be down there. So yeah. I don't think it'd be impossible to find out who he was. Cliff was like, I hope he loses his job. And goes to jail in his presser yesterday. He did? Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury literally said, I hope that he loses his job and goes to jail. Loses his job? <laughs> I, guess. I, I was surprised. Job job. Like, loses his job? Well, you know, once he, we can find <laughs> those people really quickly. Well, I mean, it's not like he marched on the Capitol. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's calm down. <laughs> Wait, Cliff Kingsbury wants this guy to lose his job? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he said that. By the way, pro tip. When you're high-fiving, yeah. stare at the other person's elbow. Genius. Guaranteed. Guaranteed you learn something new every five. day. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stare at the other person's elbow. You both stare at each other's elbow. I suppose that the trajectory, you're trying to match trebuchets, right? Yeah. So you just want to match their angular velocity and stuff like that. High five. That's interesting. Very stare nice. Guaranteed perfect Ed, high do you five. want to practice? You guys are not close to each other. Do I this look is... at the tip of the elbow or like the, the base or like, what's this I, one? I, what's this bit when you hit the this? Weenus? The weenus? Well, there's the weenus <laughs> connected to the what bone? Oh, there's like something. What do you when you hit this and it hurts really bad? It's funny not your, bone? funny bone. Funny bone. Yeah. Funny I took a puck here once. Literally, you you were lost on funny it's a bone. Nice tip. Sorry, I had angular velocity life. down though. At least there's that. <laughs> yeah, good for you. You want to know who gave me that tip? Desiree Reed Francois. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? What a How often were you high fiving her? <laughs> oh, why did you high five her? Uh. Something, I assume something that ninety percent of my the, girlfriend. I was about that to you say, were about to ask her to marry. It. No, no, she was gone. She by was then. gone by then. Something related to my girlfriend, and she was like, like high five, and we missed. Oh my god! Not not completely, but you know, just hit like side <laughs> yeah. of the hands, and then she was like, hold on, do it again, and we just stare at the elbow, and it it was a perfect high Next five. Next time, so I be- prefer eye contact, and then see how where it goes from there. That would be a little. I was going to say that's how you become an AD. You know those tricks. <laughs> You know the high five. You know tricks. the high five trick. And Missouri certainly is. You're you're seeing the results. <laughs> Usually I, I've just lost and I'm super hungover on Sundays in Vegas. So this oh, was yeah. a good a good change up. That's what the if, only Kingsbury sound I pulled. What if Kingsbury finds out that the guy he wants fired is the one serving him on Sundays in Las Vegas? Oh, oh. he's not yeah. going to want him fired. Then. No, exactly. I can't imagine something actually comes of this hit to Kyler Murray's face. Either. Yeah. Don't it mind seems, him investigating. It seems very hard to, I don't know what prove. you have to prove, but yeah. it seems very yeah. hard to prove that there was like intent. Right. And Kyla Murray ran to the crowd with multiple people grabbing at him. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like, and here's the other part. If Kyla Murray didn't like double back, because he started to walk away and then was like, oh, I just got hit in the face and like double back. back at yeah. Him. His teammate was kind of like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, right. hey, buddy. If he doesn't go back. Nobody even notices, no. I don't think. No. Right? I don't nobody even like, ah, oh, no. you got hit in the face. Right. So easier to track a projectile, like somebody throwing it. Like you could see like my the arm oh, that let go. That video. Cassie Soto tweeted out the video of a couple Raiders fans throwing stuff at the Cardinals celebrating. Don't do that. that. Yeah. No, don't do that. Stupid. It was it was only like it's one littering. or two things, which I was expecting more. Um, but I think is Cassie scarred? Is she anti anyone throwing stuff on the field after her well, Mountain Dew bottle? She got hit bottle? in the head with a Mountain Dew bottle, yeah. So she's not happy about bottle? that. Bottle? 
Oh, uh, plastic. This is, oh my god. No, those things are heavier. The Mountain yeah. Dew bottles. Oh, they they changed bottle. them literally because of the plastic. It was, it was like unsustainable. Re- it was up at Reno, yeah, uh, like three or four years ago. Fight at the end. Mm-hmm. And actual fight between the players, yeah. like punching each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being an Emmy winner for the Review Journal, she was right in there with the with the camera. Sure. And she took one on the back of the head. Some fan threw a Mountain Dew bottle at the players. The sacrifice that uh, I know. that we go through. Exactly. Same game. She job. tripped over a advertising board along the sideline trying to get a shot of a pass Ooh, down the field. Lost in the sauce. Hold on. <laughs> Tripped is kind of an understatement because she sort of like slowly loses her balance and then realizes oh. like, oh no, I have gone past the point of no return. The slow motion yard sale is the worst. Yes. When time slows down. Oh, it's good. It's good though. So uh, yeah, throwing stuff at the Cardinals. Don't and touch other people without consent. Usually a good. Is maybe hitting maybe, Kyler Murray yeah. in the face. I don't know. Yeah, just keep your hands to yourself. I don't know. I was going to say, maybe players shouldn't go celebrate right along the sidelines, but like the Packers. Well, especially on the road. I mean, I've, you're going over to celebrate on the road into a yeah. into an area where there was the one guy with the Cardinal jersey on, but mostly you should expect that there'll be Raider fans over there. I take back everything I said. Run right up in their face. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> big fan of that. Going right over there? Face. Yeah, yeah. You Scream just, in their face that you just, I mean, yeah, just got to walk off their butt. defensive touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Pop your jersey in oh. their face. The best thing ever Helmet is... throw Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> that was what a moment. Dangerous throwing the yeah. helmet. It's when they were still flagging for bad. celebrations. Could have been bad. Uh, see, what I want to do is I want to score... I want to score and then run the football to a kid wearing the opposite team's jersey. Yeah. So that it's just like you're giving the kid the ball... But it's definitely like a eh, belief you will. It's worse than James Harden. The yeah. only possible good outcome out of that is that kid becomes a fan of your team. Yeah, I've ruined an entire family. But like, I don't know. Tyler doesn't want you giving any kids the balls. Yeah, they don't need them. Any balls to kids. They don't need. Don't they give don't the kid it. to the ball. Well, you, yes. <laughs> I, Are I, you just word salading <laughs> over yes. here? I would get rid of the kid though. If I had is that one, a sonnet I'd over there. <laughs> I actually do agree with giving the kid away. That's okay. <laughs> no, but like that's gotta that's Lion the, King style. Here you go. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Take him. Just Patrick Mahomes gives his little Raiders fan a ball, and suddenly it's just like now I have caused distress in a family. My cousin who lives in Denver, uh, they're big Broncos fans. Her son's a Chiefs fan. Genius. Oh. My cousin's like that. He's a Saints fan just to piss us off. Yeah. I, he oh, he drives great. me nuts. I like this guy. Yeah. Josh. He's, he's he's a hero. Um, But he's a he's a Chiefs fan. I think partially to piss off his parents, but mm-hmm. also because he just loves Mahomes. And since he's mm-hmm. been alive, well, since he's been old enough to like remember things, he's gotten Drew Locke and Trevor. <laughs> That's Simeon. more offensive yeah. to me. So he's like, I'm not cheering for Drew Locke and Trevor Simeon. I'm going to cheer for Patrick Mahomes. If you're going to be a turncoat, like at least pick a good person. Mahomes is a pretty good person to pick. Yeah. And the biggest rival of your parents' favorite team. Yeah, right? it's genius. The key. I enjoy that part of it very much. So, this is your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. How old? Ah, uh, he is a twenty freshman in high school. Oh, oh this is some prime pissing off. Kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This is this is really him. We use the door this unlocked. A couple. Bright, uh, this is a bright kid. Cabinets open. I like this cousin. Well, you like few people. Yeah. So my or my I like this. He's my what is my nephew? Yeah, I like this nephew. He's not my cousin. He's my nephew. His parents are my cousins. All right. Yeah. I like the him. bloodlines there. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I don't like my siblings' kids as much. <laughs> you do not like those Why kids. Why don't you like a lot of people? I don't like kids. 
Okay. Oh no, Why? He's, no. What? No. They just they're intimidating. We're wearing okay, we are slowly wearing him down because we've we've gotten him we've gotten him engaged. Mm-hmm. We we need That was sit- never a problem. That was gonna happen. Just a different uh-huh. buffer. You got a buffer from uh, both sides. You got Ed over here, he's you got not, me. He's the kids are the, we are wearing well, you them. You don't like kids or you don't like you don't want kids. Like those are two different things too. Both. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I'm a huge fan of tiny humans. No, no, I'm a big we're, tiny we're human. gonna push back on this lack of empathy and slowly we're what gonna happened? break this. What happened? This, this were you bullied? Or did a did a kid <laughs> make a prediction bullied. that you were incorrect on? Like, why don't you like kids? I was probably the bully. Um, okay. I why would I? There, I've never been at a moment in my life where I'm like, oh, a seven year old would make this better. Fair. <laughs> I don't. I've been many moments of overthinking my room. <laughs> There's been many moments in my life where I'm like, "Oh, seven-year-old made you, this I, worse." I believe <laughs> the one bad Southwest Airlines flight, and you're like, "Kids, whole concept." So they're just in the way. They're just in the uh-huh. way. And okay. loud and annoying. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And needy. Yeah, there's a lot. So you don't think like in, in many ways, like I think a lot of people struggle with seeing kids as like fully actualized human beings. We see we have trouble seeing fully actualized human beings as human beings. But like, I feel like there's this weird disconnect that kind of seems like. No, they're too much like they're, human beings. Oh, yeah. Too honest. They, they have too many rights, I think, is the problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you first like to uh, oh, perhaps repeal and take back? What's the biggest qualm you have uh, against kids? They're the right for them to be in public establishments. Let's get rid of them. <gasps> dogs should be allowed more places than kids. He's big really? dog. Oh my yeah, God. He's big dog. This is, okay, this is this is the, big dog, this is yeah. filling in a lot the of blanks. The amount of places dogs are allowed is the amount of places kids should be allowed. But what if the dog's barky? If it's yippy? Yeah, my dog's barky. It's pretty annoying. So you're okay with the dogs being barky, but not the kids? No, I don't like it when the dog barks either. So you just want or quiet when the bee stings. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you're right. Like, but, but the dog sleeps for sixteen. hours I too a day. am annoyed when I go out in public and other people are there. So it's like I, I totally get that. So there's no one in here okay. that likes people. No, I love people. I, I'm I a huge fan of people. Jared I literally go everybody. to bars by myself so that I can talk to strangers. No, because talking oh. to you two for no. five hours a day no. isn't enough human interaction for me. Do you have a garage door? No, back home I do. That that thing goes down. I'm, I'm not, and I get you know yelled at by uh, the misses that I will have the garage door going down before I turn the engine off. <laughs> That's how much I don't know my neighbors, nor I, do I want to know my neighbors. Does, yeah. does your house sometimes smell like this? Did this morning? <laughs> right. Maybe the sponge takes is in that thirty seconds. Like, oh my asleep. God! What an article idea! <laughs> I better not be tired. <laughs> he's, he's out there tripping. I yeah. think you just haven't found the right tiny human. You just haven't found a kid that's like, you know what? This is all right. This yeah. is what we keep trying to convince him on is that he could have the kid. He could have the kid on the like baseball team who's actually like trained. You should accurately. coach little league or something and just that like is, exposure therapy and just is, do it one year. No, no, Maybe. that is two hours. They live for the other twenty-two hours of the day. It's charity. Look at it that way. No, I'm saying that would not convince we me could to have a kid. No, I'm not I looking at it. I don't, don't want to have kids either. I'm not looking to convince you. I'm just trying Our to make logo, you feel a little okay. tiny unicorn. But you like that, kids. I, I like kids. I, I love kids so much that I don't want to have them. <laughs> that does not make sense. What it makes it? a lot I of sense. I don't know what that means. Well, you guys haven't... Like, I'm really good at being around people and taking care of people, but in You're terms of being... You're great aunt. Yes. You're a great exactly. aunt. Exactly. I'm, I'm the favorite person for every tiny... I make right. it my my job like i was at my teammate's wedding just a couple weeks ago i'm like tiny human you're gonna be my best friend in about 20 minutes because you know at the end of the night you don't have to deal with them correct correct 
And that's fine. We're not asking about deal. We're just trying to get you to a point where you're okay with the presence of developing of human beings. No. And not like, why are you here? I will accept I feel like it's this just like when it's family members, but accept them and that, that doesn't mean i'm okay i was gonna say it. we should just like have we should just bring kids in and be like is this kid like what about this one this one seems pretty cool and like put them yeah. on the show and see if they i'm can... sure that'll fall i don't feel like that's COVID probably protocol. allowed i don't think that's probably allowed Sounds worse than parades all right coming up next <laughs> it's bischoff's briefs bischoff's briefs how was the game not very good have you ever seen a good hockey game no, me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's brief. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. Bischoff's briefs. Scoring in hockey you know, seems to come out of nowhere. The play-by-play guy is always shocked. Le Petier passes to Huckenshuck, who skates past the blue line. Huckenshuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's Briefs. Coming up in about 25 minutes, we're going to have tickets to give away to Roger Waters. But Bischoff's Briefs today, you ready for some optimism? Doug Brumfield, he might be a top three quarterback in the Mountain West. Uh, he had just coming off a 21 to 27 game for 211 yards, two touchdowns, plus 100 rushing yards and two more rushing touchdowns against North Texas. Right now, Doug Brumfield, Mountain West quarterbacks, is number two in yards per game, number one in quarterback rating, number three in completion percentage, number one in yards per attempt, number one in passing touchdowns, and number two in rushing yards among quarterbacks. I mean, four might be underselling them. The Arroyo effect. So... <laughs> Here's the one issue with the stats three games into the year. Every team in this conference has played such a wide variety of opponents, mm-hmm. right? Hawaii and Colorado State went and played Michigan. UNLV has not played anything close to Michigan yet. San Diego State's played two Pac-12 teams. Right. Uh, 46% of his passing yards came against Idaho State. Four of his seven passing touchdowns came against Idaho State. He completed 84% of his passes against Idaho State, 65% in the other two. So still good. It's all, it's all he's, he's producing. Still, yeah. we were, they were doing that last year. No, but comparing him, comparing him to the rest of the conference right now, the majority of his stats have come against Idaho state, which is okay. not representative of the teams. They're going to play the rest moving of the season. forward. Right. But he's still been good and better than I expected, you know, mm-hmm. even by far so far. So, we talked about this in the offseason. UNLV has not had a top three quarterback in the Mountain West maybe ever, right? Like the Mountain West has been around for 24 years, and they've maybe never had a top three conference quarterback. And the last time they've had a top six guy was maybe Caleb Herring. Like we're talking about. I was going to say, Caleb, you're talking about just the Mountain West since just, the Mountain West has been created. Right, yeah, uh, so not Randall Cunningham years. Which, I was going to say, that's <laughs> right. the, no, that's the first guy everyone, yes. that's the only guy everyone thinks right. about. But that was, uh, was that Big West yes. when Ke- Cunningham was there? Yeah, but just Mountain West the last 24 years, they've mm. probably never had a top three Caleb. quarterback in the conference. Caleb Herring was probably top half. Right. But it's really a small list of guys just, are you a top six quarterback in this conference? They don't have those guys. They've been bad at that position. And, I feel pretty confident saying Brumfield's going to be top six in the Mountain West this year and probably has a chance to be better than that, right? Because right. We, I don't even know who's another good quarterback in the conference right now. Like Jake he's hurt. hurt. He's hurt. Kid is, but he got yeah. hurt. So mm-hmm. probably he's Jake Hayner's better, but I don't know how much he's going to play. So 
I think there's reason for optimism there. If Doug Brumfield stays healthy, UNLV might get its best quarterback season that we've ever seen in the Mountain West comparative to the rest of the conference. Now, here's a dumb question for you. Hey, that's my job. Should Doug Brumfield slide or not slide when he's running? Mm. Oh. Depends on the situation, right? Yeah. Three mm. times in the last two weeks, Doug Brumfield has slid or run slid. out of bounds on a third down when he's short of the first down right. marker. Okay, so I'd like him to run those. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, but I, I have like PTSD from watching Armani Rogers, like lower his shoulder and be going, watch your legs, son. But the problem is he doesn't slide all the time in that game against Doug? North Texas. He no, took he got, on, he took a lot there of were multiple games. Yeah. He was upside down with his <laughs> yes. feet in the air because yes. he dove for the end zone and fumbled, but he got across the goal line before he actually fumbled. Right. Was that and, also the game where he just basically went high spy by spy? Yes. Yes. He, and yeah. also, I think it was just cramps, but he had to come out for a play against North Texas because he got hurt. He got hurt. Slightly. He was. There was nobody they around were working him. on his leg. Yeah. And it, he can't, it was only a play, though. Right. I, it was like two or three. Was they, it? Yeah. And Bailey got that many? Yeah, because Brumfield <laughs> was standing on the sideline ready to go in, and they let Bailey take another snap. And I was like, what are they doing? Uh, um, I, I think it was only cramps because it was. I think he was holding his calf. He was on and yeah. back off. But the only time he got hurt was when he dove or slid with nobody around him. Right. He didn't get hurt actually running into people. And I think because he has slid short of a first down on third down multiple times, but has also taken on the hits when he's already got the first down and is down the field. I think they need to simplify it for him and tell Mm -hmm. him, hey, either you slide every time or you just run through everybody. And I think he should run through everybody. Okay. He North Texas had zero chance at tackling this guy. He, they, you would they run through were, everybody no matter who he's playing. They were not fast enough, and they could not actually tackle him. He just ran through everybody. If, if they're, they're playing beastie linebackers, then probably slide. When they play Notre Dame, go for it. Slide. I assume okay. those guys can actually tackle. But if, if the Mountain West looks like North Texas, and he's yeah. just better than them, yeah. don't slide. Just keep running. You're going to score touchdowns. I mean, hell, he scored the two touchdowns on the ground where it's like, yeah. oh, how'd he get there? I would have him not sliding. The only problem with that is I think the status since 1998, UNLV has not had the same quarterback start every single game right. of the season. Wow. And right. some of yeah. that's bad play because they've had bad quarterback play, right. but a lot of that's been injury injuries. Related. And he got hurt last year. He only played in three games. So obviously there's a reason to be like, always slide, don't take any hits. But I think he's good enough that you just tell him, yeah, don't worry about sliding. Well, what a conversation to have, though, to your point, just talking about not having a a solid QB since 1998. Now we're talking about we need to make this efficient. We need to to simplify this decision making process because you are in here consistently and we're getting actual, you know, production. Exactly. Exactly. And he's been the part that's been so good is that his when he's been under pressure. He's been able to scramble for first downs, right? He's not taking sacks. Which Again, has been a big problem for you and I'm trying to think in the Cal game if if this came up at all. He did get well. The Cal game was the you one game it. where he's had a lot of true. The Cal game, the problem was Cal would send seven guys on a blitz, and UNLV didn't keep any extra guys in the block, so there were two free rushers multiple times. Okay. And no, he did not get out of that. Yes. That was a problem for him. If, as long as they don't allow that to happen, he <laughs> yeah. should be fine. All right, coming up next, Ryan Wallace joins the show. This isn't the Alex Ovechkin Power Hour. This is the VGK Update with Ryan Wallace. Follow him on Twitter at RyanHockeyGuy. I'm out. Give us a hot take on Nathan McKinnon's eight-year, $12.6 million deal. Go. It's actually a hometown discount. Oh, 
Look at you. Highest paid player in the league's a hometown discount. I like it. That is a good hot take. I knew you'd deliver. You're welcome. You're the best, Ryan. All right. Uh, let's do let's All do right. some Golden Knights here. Nobody cares about the Avalanche. What did they do? Win this cup or something? Um, <laughs> do you think Nick Haig is getting signed anytime in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, a month? So, okay, the way that, you know, Darren and I have kind of looked at this is you've got certain mile markers, right? Um, you've got the start of training camp, and, and technically the start of training camp is tomorrow for the Vegas Golden Knights. They're not going to be on the ice until Thursday. So really, the first mile marker that, that impacts Nick Hague, that impacts the Golden Knights and kind of where he falls in this season is coming up in just about 48 hours. Do I expect at this point in time that a deal is going to get done before Thursday, before the first on-ice session for the Golden Knights? No, not really based on what we're kind of seeing and hearing. However, as you get closer and closer and closer to those deadlines, all of a sudden things become a little bit more urgent. So I'm not throwing out the idea that Nick Haig will sign prior to the first day on ice of training camp, but right now I don't feel like it's imminent. Do I think he's going to miss all of training camp? No, because it would be unwise for a player who's still trying to establish himself and where he fits on this team in the NHL to miss significant time in training camp with a brand-new coach and players kind of pushing for that 6-7 spot on the blue line. So I'm guessing if he sits out or if, if he misses part of camp, it's only going to be a couple of days at most a week because outside of that, it does not benefit the player in any way, shape, or form. By the way, Nathan McKinnon's on the hot take. His deal includes $85 million in a signing bonus. Oh, super <laughs> casual. <laughs> Think oh, of any protein awesome. bars you can buy with that. Eighty-five point thirty-four point three four million in signing bonus money. Wait, is that one signing bonus, or is that like a yearly signing? It seems like yearly signing yeah. bonuses. Okay. Right. It just yeah. equates it to, to the AAV. Yeah. Okay, eighty-five million. They just sign your name, and you get. He's you a beast, know, though. You get like ten million a year for signing your name. That's good. You should get that done. All right. So if Nick Hague is not going to be there. You don't think he's going to be there for the start, but you do think he's going to show up. Is that because you think he's just going to say, all right, I'm going to play on the qualifying offer, or because you think the Golden Knights and Nick Haig will actually get some sort of deal done beyond the qualifying offer? Yeah, I, I think it's likely not going to be on the qualifying offer. I would imagine that it'll be a one- or two-year deal that sees a, a, a bump, an increase in in terms of his AAV, but I don't expect it to be anything um, that's going to be substantial. And to be frank, like the, the Sean Dursey extension for the Los Angeles Kings, two years, $1.7 million AAV, like that's kind of the area that I think the Golden Knights are, are should go with, with Nick Haig in, in just that the offensive upside from Haig is there, but it hasn't clicked at the rate that you want to see it for a player that has the potential in, in, in Haig. So to me, I would imagine it's a one- or two-year deal. I don't think it's going to be any more than $2 million AAV. In fact, I think it's probably closer to 1.5, similar to, to what Dursey signed for in Los Angeles. And it's going to be up to Nick Haig to play himself into a bigger raise over the course of that contract. So we asked this earlier, Mark Stone skating around with a non-contact jersey. Is that just uh, their way of saying that he's going to be on the ice and uh, tech with NHL.com reports? <laughs> yeah, I, I think honestly, it's it's Mark Stone on the ice, and and to be you know to be honest, I, I think you need to see that 
day one in training camp because Mark Stone spoke over the course of, you know, locker clean out and everything, that it's important that the team gets to camp and, and is excited and ready to go and uses that time and uses it well. So if Mark Stone's on the ice and he's somewhat limited, at least he's on the ice and he's able to ramp himself up to the beginning of the season. As much as we want to talk about how important it is for Mark Stone to go through training camp, how important it's going to be for him to get into preseason games, the fact of the matter is Mark Stone has to be ready for day one of the season, and he's got to be ready in, in a capacity where he can be the player that he is. I don't care if he takes every other day off in training camp. I don't care if he only plays one preseason game. If he is tuned up, ready to go, and is able to be Mark Stone day one of the season, that's all I really care about at this point. Hey, Ryan. Nice to finally talk to you on these airwaves, my friend. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Jack Eichel because I I think when you look at where these uh, players slot in the lineup, a lot of people are like, well, Eichel's obviously going to play with Stone. I don't necessarily think that's the best thing because I want Eichel to get downhill. I want him to have space to create. And so I kind of want to put him with Jonathan Marcheseau. What say you? So, you know, we're kind of going through our ideas of what we want the lineup to look like. And I keep kind of going back and forth between Jack Eichel with, with Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone as, as just a, a, a loaded-up top line. You've got your best, most talented, most consistent scorers in one spot. However, I'd agree with you in that I look at Jack Eichel and Mark Stone as two drivers of their own lines. I mm-hmm. think that you can split them up and be just as effective or get more out of your entire lineup that way. Now, it depends on Mark Stone. Is Mark Stone 100%? Is he going to be kind of the guy that we've seen since he got here in Vegas? If that's the case, I love the combination of Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. It's been dynamite. It's been good. Then that pushes, if you're going to have Stevenson as your center, it pushes William Carlson back down the lineup too, so you've got a little bit more balance everywhere. I don't know what Bruce Cassidy is going to do. I don't know what the configuration is going to look like. The only thing that I'm going to say that I know for certain and that I want to see out of the lineup is the misfit split up. I know they're dynamite. I know they've got chemistry, but I want to see Jonathan Marcheseau in an elevated role, and I agree with you in that I want to see Marcheseau with Jack Eichel to see if there's some type of chemistry they can exploit. Ryan Wallace from the VGK Insider Show with us. Uh, Did Darren tell you about our Phil Kessel bet? Oh, uh, you know what? He, he brought it up in passing, but I don't actually know what the particulars are. Uh, it's just a lunch bet, but uh, Phil Kessel, Darren has the over on 16.5 goals. I have the under on 16.5 goals. Ooh, okay. Um, I think you're going to buy Darren lunch. I don't think I am. I don't think it's going to be particularly wow. close. He's going to break the I record and be a healthy scratch for half the season. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I should have bet him 16 and a half games. Phil Kessel is not a healthy scratch, Tyler. No, he's going to get those apples. He's going to be dishing. You just wait. I didn't bet on On that half wall, the power play. I can't wait. I didn't bet on assists. Here's the the real problem, though, is Darren came on our show, and he was like, ah, he could score 20 goals. And I was like, I'll bet (laughs) you on it. And he worked it down to 16 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) That's Darren. He's he's great at that. He. He throws out this outlandish, this outlandish idea that there's no way Nathan McKinnon's going to be paid more than Connor McDavid. I just said, you wait, you wait. He'll get paid more than Connor McDavid, and it will be a hometown discount. And it turned out I was right. Ryan, I, I think the key to the to the defensive corpse is Alec Martinez, but many consider him expendable or a cap casualty. Where do you think this team at is at with his usage and his short term future? 
Yeah, I, I don't see a scenario in which you want to move on from Alec Martinez. I, I'd agree in the, in the sense that if you put Alec Martinez with Alex Petrangelo, you get the best version of Alex Petrangelo. If you put Alec Martinez with Shea Theodore, mm-hmm. you get the best version of Shea Theodore. I think the only issue is that you only have one Alec Martinez, right? Like, yep. in theory, you'd want him to play with both of the big horses on the back end because we've seen in, in, his, in his time here with Vegas – he gets the most out of his defensive partners. He knows how to play with elite defensemen. I don't view the Golden Knights as, as a team that should be looking to move on from Alec Martinez. I think the most important thing for them this year is that he's healthy and that he's in the lineup on a night-in, night-out basis, and you can kind of fluctuate with where you put him. If you want more out of Shea Theodore, which I think should be a, a priority for the Golden Knights coaching staff this year, I'd love to see Martinez with Theodore, because I think that could really be a pair that takes some of those heavy, hard minutes off of Alex Petrangelo and maybe gets you a little bit more out of Petrangelo in return. Ryan, explain the concept of Pink Floyd to Tyler. Um, one of the greatest rock bands of all time, psychedelic. Eh, you could go with Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz and sync it up. I don't think that you necessarily need to do that. Got a bit repetitive there when you know they, they released The Wall and then they just decided to condense that into one album on the final cut, which really didn't need to be a thing. Um, okay. But, you know, like if you, if you can't listen to Comfortably Numb and feel something, you're just dead inside, Tyler. He has no idea what you just said. He has no idea what you just said. What am I syncing up? Well, okay. You can think up Dark Side of the Moon, the, the, the record, with The Wizard of Oz, and the music and the, the, the movie go hand in hand, and it's, it's weird how it all works, but it does. I don't believe it. It's real. I don't, that doesn't Just sound do real. I'm not okay. First off, I'm not going to watch The Wizard of Oz. What? I'm also not going to download what? this album. And You've seen it. it film. You've seen it. I think so. Oh, my God. My yeah. gosh. You, I'm sure you have an app that you can just search the album and play it, unless you're just anti-all music. No, I, I'm not going to. No, I'll, I don't have a problem listening to it. I'm not going to play it while watching the movie. I, no, 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 I'm like, not going to watch the movie to begin you with. You may need to partake. Put the movie on in the background, start the record, and enjoy yourself. That's no, all you got to go to the garden first. That's where he has to go. I'm telling sure. you, I'm not going to watch a movie while listening to something else. But if we're having a garden party, you might. Probably not. Oh, well, I'll be asleep. You, you are go to different garden parties than I do. One of a kind, buddy. One of a kind. Yeah, I'm, none of this sounds remotely fun. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Ryan. You guys have a great day. Ryan Wallace, VGK Insider <laughs> Show. Catch him on Fox Sports Las Vegas. You've seen the movie. I know you have. Yeah. It's on Eventually, TV. You've seen, you've seen the movie. Like when I was seven. Right. And Watch Sound of Music. It's better. God, it never gets old. I don't know what that is. Singing nuns oh fight Nazis. Julie Andrews is fun. so offended right now. Singing nuns fight Nazis? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. That sounds fun. Better than it's classic modern tale. Found of music? <laughs> yeah. You've seen it. No, I don't know what oh that is. Oh my God. I've never heard of that. The hills are alive <laughs> with the sound of music. That song? Absolutely not. All right, what are we giving away? <laughs> the guy from Pink Floyd again? Yes. 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 Roger Waters. <laughs> Caller number. What number do you want to do, Jared? Whatever number he wants to call. <laughs> All right. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. Roger Waters. This is not a drill. Live in the round. Saturday night. 
on uh, October 1st at T-Mobile. We got two tickets for you. 702-364-1100. Jared wants to do caller number 20. So 702-364-1100. Caller 20. You're going to win tickets to go see Roger Waters at T-Mobile Arena on October 1st. 702-364-1100. And that is hammered deep to left field. And you can't kiss that one. Goodbye. Jose Altuve with a leadoff home run to give the Astros a 1-0 lead. His 11th leadoff homer this year and 32nd of his career. Gallo with a shot to right field, and he has just given the Dodgers a 1-0 lead. You're locked in the press box. What are we talking about right as the music's playing? Joey Gallo, Gallo. you're playing sounds. I always like when you play Joey Gallo home runs. Yeah, because it's... hit one to the moon. It's because for some reason, Ed has the best team in baseball and hates this guy that only hits home runs. (laughs) He doesn't. I don't think he hates Joey Gallo yet. Uh, No. Yeah. I don't want him playing, but that's that. Oh, other I'm than sorry. that, I'm sorry. That. I don't he want him on the roster. He doesn't want him on the twenty or the forty man. Yeah, whatever. He, he yeah. won't hate him until he's in the starting lineup in a playoff. In a playoff game, game. yeah. And then Joey he'll be hitting, hitting in front of uh, Belly. No. Oh no! What's going to happen is somehow Gallo is going to be like he's going to go three for four with home runs hey. and triples, and no one else will play yeah. well. And then Freeman will go for five. Are you um, still? Convinced the Dodgers aren't winning the NL? Yeah, because of what Scherzer did last night, because I just think they have better pitching. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do. Who are they playing? The Brewers? Non-playoff team. He throws right, six they're fighting perfect for a innings. Spot. They're fighting yeah. the Padres for that final spot. Jesus. They're going to lose, though. Now they're three back without the, the tiebreaker. Do- the Dodgers are about to roll the National League. Mm. Eh. Watch out to, for the Cardinals. Is Dusty Tomei back in the lineup yet? Dustin May? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. That guy's Pitch. pitching motion is our... Yeah. Is absolute art form. No hit through five the other. No hitter through five the other night. Really? And then they, uh, he's on a pitch count. Of course. Well, Tommy John. Who else is on a pitch count? Yeah. They are Uh, going to roll through the National League. You truly believe this? Yes. They are. Yes. They are so much better than everybody else. Pitching isn't everything, right? Well, it's guess, a who, guess who leads the league in runs? (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) the Dodgers. In Wookie, we trust. The only thing that they're bad at is special teams, which is not a facet of the game. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're going to roll through the National League. Like, yeah, whatever. Mets and Braves might be good, but I think they're They're going to roll. They've been there. They got there in the Mickey Mouse year. Short season. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, they're a playoff contender every year. And he understands that if the Astros would have won the Mickey Mouse year, he would have been having the jerseys. I've I've told you. I think it was a legitimate title. There were actually yes. more playoff rounds. You How do you compromise the cheating? I'm happy they did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, Brilliant. Oh, yeah. He's, I'm, oh, I'm so glad they did. Yes. You're an interesting human. Exactly what I would have no, done. In the, in the three hours that I've known you, you're an interesting human. That's exactly dude. what I would have done. Don't like kids. We condone cheating at the yes. highest level. Whoa. Yeah. They both <laughs> condone cheating. They just do it in oh, different yeah. ways. Okay. I mean, if. Depends on what you're cheating on, right? Ed had his kids cheating Ed, playing softball. Ed, what? Ed, Are you Ed's stealing signs, too? Yes, Ed was having his I kids do this. I realized the corruption had reached <laughs> no, this level yes. in here. Huh? And you guys were oh winning. My God. Fastball changeup. He's, 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 <laughs> he's having the person on second give the... Which isn't hey, actually hide your signs and do yeah. it different, you know? No. That's exactly... That's my argument. They should yeah. just use words. You should just pl- do play calls at this point. They do. They got the little speaker in the hat now. Are you kidding? Yeah. The oh catcher presses a button. Yeah, and it, <laughs> and, and it, it, it just says fastball. I was just focused on throwing people out a second up. when I was playing catcher back in my day. Yeah, now you got to press a button to tell it's them what It's very complicated. Were they stealing your signs? I didn't have any signs. I just said, bring the heat. 
He just yelled it out. Bring hey, the heat, baby. Bring the heat. Bring the heat, baby. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ryan's now calling me out on Twitter saying I don't have, I have no sense of good music. That's you incorrect. Like it, you, you, like, you like Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. That's you, a gold You star. like Andrew WK? Oh. The full catalog. <laughs> that guy, I, I do, but I don't. Okay, this yeah, is news to right. me. We were, no, no, I like Andrew like, WK five songs. Five years ago, that was 90% of our rejoins. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I like Andrew WK songs. But at Warp Tour one year, he was throwing out shirts into the crowd, like a lot of them, during his set. And so I got on my friend's shoulders. <laughs> You're 6 You like went Festival Babe on it. And was like, yeah, exactly. Ooh. And was like, throw me a shirt. And he stared at me. And then no looked past the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere else. So what you have is a charming story yes. about Archer WK. <laughs> Guy's great. But yes, he no looked past a shirt uh, away from me. So I was not not thrilled with that. But that's okay. Looking back, I think they were just plain white t-shirts. That would be, that's that's his, that's his Hey thing. there, Delilah. Yeah. Great song. Do you ever that, think you'd embrace country? No. Sir. No. Do not like country. You'd never embrace Nelly. it. <laughs> That's not a joke where that I come one from. Song with Tim McGraw. Uh, he did multiple songs with Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, we stopped he, paying attention after that. He did an entire album called Country Grammar. No, yeah, I grew up in Mississippi. No, not oh, a fan. That's right. I forgot. I completely when I, forgot when about I worked that. at a different radio station here, the, did a lot of stuff with country music. The stations did, so I met a lot of country artists when they rolled through. Yeah, nicest no idea who they people were. in the world, right? Uh, no, I don't know who they were uh, for the most part, but no, not gonna, not gonna. Listen You're not going to down them. that road. No, it's not very good. Hmm. I hate country too. I like everything but country. It's just like all right. For, yeah. <laughs> Are you a country guy, Ed? More than you two. Yeah, well, clearly. That's one song. <laughs>